computer. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. I sound wonderful because it's it's the morning time. We're back. Chris and I had like a little nice time where we got to record it at night the other night. Yeah. We were fully energized, but now Chris and I are neither morning people. So now we're back. <laughs> back to the morning recording routine. Although Mario's smiling at the other end, like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Yeah, I'm ready great. to rock and roll. I'm usually up at six, so uh, I'm actually got to sleep in like three hours. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, I had to work late, so you know. I didn't get to sleep in and then big bowling night tonight, guys. It's position round for the first half. Wow. Our, team could, our team could end up in fifth or our team could end up in second. So it's a lot can happen. I need to bring cool. my A game. A game. My one coworker last night t- told me to bowl a 301. I was like, all right, buddy, I'll do it just <laughs> you know, for you. When I know that I can't get first place, I like don't try as hard. <laughs> well, here's the thing. <laughs> I would say that, and I'm going to say what I'm about to say because those, these people will never listen to it. The say team it. we're bowling against, they're they're only in our – like, we're at church league, right? And I hate to say what I'm about to say, but, like, they're only in it because they want another league to be in just so they can say they're in another league, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, we have announcements and prayer time in a circle by our pastor's lane, whatever lane he's on that night. And they'll never come for announcements. They'll, ne- they'll just, and then they complain to us when they don't get announcements, when stuff's canceled and stuff. And then, like, then they, my dad's the vice president, so they're afraid to yell at our president. So they just chew my dad out, which awesome. is dumb. So we're bowling them tonight. So it, it means the world to me if we kick their butt. So that's, that's, <laughs> if you guys have announcements, you should just like look over at them big. Hey, we're having announcements if you guys want to hear them for once. Yeah. Like, well, we, well, we, my dad, literally, they're listening. <laughs> We literally yell at the people like that aren't like once the people start migrating over the circle, there will still be some that stay away. And then my mm-hmm. dad will yell and then those people get afraid and they come over, but still not them. They're still like, we don't care. So, all right. I got my little rant out. Yeah. That's much like crazy. our listeners, they don't care. So. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, I, I really don't have a platform to rant about it. Tony cares. I know Tony cares. So thanks to mm-hmm. our, our listener, Tony, our one listener, Tony, we appreciate you because he was the one listener last week. Yeah, that's sick. So, well, I don't know. I mean, I'm just assuming. Uh, you shouldn't assume, but anyways. So I got to mix up a little bit with the way the world of wrestling happened this week. We're going to have our New Japan stuff at the end. So we're going to kick off with our Ring of Honor results for this week. All right. I won't be long. Just two matches to cover again. Um, Joe Keys. Yeah, nobody knows who that is. That's because he's a student from the Ring of Honor Dojo. Okay. He defeated the other Dojo folks. Uh, in a gauntlet match to win a chance at the pure championship. So he battled Jonathan Gresham. um, And in the promo before the match, Gresham like is calling out Flip Gordon. So he's like, he's past this match already. Um, But uh, Gresham does retain in this pure rules championship match. Then we have a promo from everybody's favorite, Dan Housen. And Love that yes, I guess he's going to face Brian Johnson in a match that's exclusive to YouTube. So I'm going to probably try and find that because I want to see him fight. Um, he says Brian Johnson swears too much. So that's why they're going to fight. <laughs> hey, good. Dan Housen hates swearing. He really does. <laughs> uh, so then we have the kingdom versus the bouncers. So the kingdom specifically in this case, o- the OGK, who is uh, Matt Taven and Mike Bennett. And so the Beer City Bruiser and Brian Malonis are the bouncers in case you're not keeping score. Um, they've, some, they've done some NWA stuff as well. 
the yep. ring of honor i think i want to uh, join the bouncers it sounds like my place to be i've been training yeah. for years yeah you should give it a shot they're a they're a fun team <laughs> i've always hated the beer city bruiser i don't know <laughs> like i guess he's just a good heel and that i hate him but i don't know i've it is what it is. So the Beer City Bruiser is targeting Mike Bennett's ankle this whole match. And, you know, before the match, Mike was like, I really want to fight. And Matt Taven was like, you shouldn't. You're hurt. And he's like, I really want to. So, of course, they played that out. Um, but ultimately, the Beer City Bruiser taps out when Taven puts him in the trend center. Slash well, and I tapped out if I was there. That's right. So the OGK <laughs> slash the kingdom wins. All right. There's your ring of honor. I'm, I, I don't mind the bouncers, to be quite honest. They have their, um, I think they have a podcast or something that Ring of Honor promotes or whatever. I oh, never, nice. I've never listened to it, but I've seen the like 30 second bit commercials. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I think the, the kingdom's probably not done with, oh, I can't remember what they call the faction with Vincent now. The Great Enterprise. Question. I don't No, No, that's, I'm thinking of Marty. Anyway, um, he, I saw a thing on Twitter from, Vincent calling out Matt Taven. They're gonna fight again soon. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm excited to see what what they have in store for love that Danhausen. That should yes. be good. You know, love that Danhausen. All right, let's move over to. Oh, I didn't see the finger. I'm sorry. Wait, that's not a bad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just wanted to say real quick that uh, congratulations to uh, Jay Lethal and Jonathan oh, yeah, Gresham yeah. for resigning their contracts. Yes. Right. Um, Don Castle, I think. Uh, has he re-signed or is he still a free agent? Ah, uh, that one I haven't seen yet. Um, Unless you I'll... see something. <laughs> well, this is back January 10th that he became a free agent, but I think he still he Oops. still has a a uh, offer from Ring of Honor. I don't know if he's. Oh, I'm sure. He, I'm sure something's on the table. I was looking up just to see if they have like an actual like big show coming up, but I guess uh, being this like soft relaunch of the brand maybe they're just doing weekly shows and they're not ready to put on a on like a capstone yet they're still establishing storylines yeah i mean we just had final battle in the end of december december yeah Yeah. that was actually the week before christmas so yeah all right let's head over to the favorited show of myself aew looks good no (laughs) i mean aew is good but it's not my favorite um, it's definitely Monday Night Raw. <laughs> <laughs> I am excited. Uh, we're talking about Impact, obviously, but I am excited to talk about um, a special match that's announced for No Surrender. We'll talk about that more when we get there, but it's like a new concept, and I really am digging it. It's not new. They've done it before. Are you sure? Yeah, it's just really old. That's why it hasn't well, even, been done in a, even better. Yeah, it hasn't been done in a long time. What? What's better than a new concept? A favored throwback. <laughs> Anything else I can walk back? Um, <laughs> what else do you have to say? <laughs> All right. So the show, the show opens up. We're on the road to no surrender. And uh, before the show uh, was announced, Tommy Dreamer and Rich Swan are going to tag team against Moose and Chris Bay in the main event for the night. Uh, but to open off the show, we have one half of the Impact Knockout Tag Team Champions, Tasha Steeles, taking on Havoc in a one-on-one matchup and Havoc getting the win over Steeles. Mm-hmm. Um, not disqualification, no nothing. I-, I missed the first half. I only saw the second half. Oh, no, I didn't. I only, I only missed that match. Never mind. Uh, then we had Madman <laughs> Fulton versus Josh Alexander. And I'm really liking this 
Josh Alexander yeah. singles yeah. push, you know, with Paige out of the picture. And I'm pretty sure he's probably out permanently now. Um, it's anxious to see what he ends up doing because like, if he goes, well, now, because I mean, we'll talk about this more on Dynamite. If he goes to any one of the other things, like, technically, he's still intertwined with Impact. So, like, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. Does he go? Like, I, I watched an interview of his, like, from t- three years ago, and he's like, yeah, my main goal is to eventually leave here and go to the WWE. Mm-hmm. But that was before AEW existed. So that's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what his feelings are. My main goal in life is to blow up and then act like I don't know nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I do not get the reference. Yeah, from Vine. <laughs> from Vine. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. as old as I am. No, I'm just kidding. Ugh, frick. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just got more gray hair just hearing you say that. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm not. I'm not that. I'm not that. Wait, Vine died like six years ago, right? It's been. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. I think that was uh, Riff Raff also who who made that. I know who Riff Raff is. Okay. Uh, Josh Alexander getting the win over Madman Fulton. So it seems like, you know, I don't want to say world title picture, but again, it seems like we got some couple guys here that keep getting singles wins and wins, and they're just not amounting to anything. Yeah. Like he keeps winning. Brian Myers keeps winning. Like those are two guys. Well, actually, I say that Josh Alexander lost to Brian Myers like three weeks ago. But it was via disqualification, yeah. so I don't really – I mean, I count it, but eh. Uh, then we have a little promo, which Brian Myers comes out with an eye patch. This is where yes, I was like, does. what the heck? Um, he, was the, he is a pirate that doesn't do anything. And <laughs> I knew only Chris was going to get that reference. No one listening is going to get that deep reference. Deep cut. It's a deep cut. It, it's a deep cut. Not even Mario knows that reference. I'm sad, Mario. You, you didn't watch enough VeggieTales in your day? I did not watch any VeggieTales. I only just started eating vegetables. I probably should have watched that show earlier. (laughs) Come on, Larry boy. (laughs) Uh, So Brian Myers comes out kind of discussing how Eddie Edwards brutally beat him up and how he's not happy about it and he doesn't like it and he's wearing an eye patch because he's mad and it hurt his eye. And Um, his feelings. Yeah, and, and his feelings. They don't make an eye patch for the heart. Yeah, so then Eddie Edwards comes out. That was a good line. That was a good line. Just saying. Yeah, I love how neither Mario and I like acknowledged it. Um, then That's Eddie why Ed- I made sure to. <laughs> That's why Eddie Edwards comes out, starts beating on him. And then for like the most random reason, Hernandez comes out. Yeah, he's like, my best friend, Hernandez. <laughs> yeah, like I didn't know Myers and Hernandez were like good buds. Like this is new to me. So Hernandez comes out, and then uh, Myers and Hernandez two on one Eddie Edwards, and then I was we were talking with I was talking with Chris as this is happening. I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. You know he's coming. Sure enough, you know fourth it. man down. You know it, baby. Woo woo woo. Matt Cardona woo, woo, woo. comes out with the save, and we that then announce a match for no surrender. We got. Hernandez and Brian Myers tagging up against Eddie Edwards and Matt Cardona at No Surrender. Um, not gonna lie, it seems like Hernandez is or not Hernandez, uh, Eddie Edwards has been going for a slow heel turn. Yeah, so I think he might do something to Matt at this show. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting for sure. Uh, then we had Larry D versus Crazy Steve. 
Not gonna lie, didn't really pay attention to this. Me neither. We were recording the Rumble Ramble. Uh, so Larry D defeats Crazy Steve. All right, cool. Uh, then we have Jordan Grace versus Susan. Uh, this is where we'll call Susan- her Sue. Hate Susan. Don't call her Sue. Susan, accompanied by Kimberly and Deanna Perrazzo. Jordan Grace, still accompanied by Jazz. Jazz is still here, guys. Jazz is still like annoying jazz. us. I like Jazz. You do? I'm not. I'm not sold. Future I'm not, knockout champion. <laughs> I'm not like if if we're on WWE booking, one surprise me. But um, yeah, I'm not like I don't dislike her. Thank you, thank you. I got something. I don't salty, dislike her. Salty, but. Well, no. If we're being truly what I'm salty about that, that's irrelevant. It's not the show. Anyways, <laughs> I just get really upset about it. And if you want to know what he's upset about, be sure to check out <laughs> other shows. Yes, please do, because I will go on full rant. I, I went on a rant in the Rumble Ramble, if you listen to that, Tony. And then I'm going to go on the same rant again on Alpha. So, actually, if you're listening to this, Alpha's already out. So, hopefully you enjoyed my rant, because I was pissed. Um, so Jordan Grace accompanied by, uh, jazz. I said that Grace defeats Susan, but then the three start beating down on jazz and Jordan Grace. Then none other than ODB makes her return to the impact zone and, uh, comes in for the save for that. So ODB back in impact wrestling. Then now I guess Rohit Raju is okay with acknowledging TJP as the mm. X Division champion, even though as he should, as he should, as supposedly it wasn't allowed at one point, but apparently it's allowed now. And uh, we had TJP versus Rohit Raju, and I was talking to Chris about this. This match, oh man! So Raju defeats TJP due to the fact that. The botchmaster himself, one of the worst wrestlers I've ever seen in my entire life, Mahabali Shira, comes up from under the ring, returns to help his brethren in Rohit, helping him pick up the win. Now, folks, you're probably saying, whoa, 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 Curtis, the worst wrestler you've ever seen in your life? Now, don't get me wrong. I've seen a lot of bad wrestling. Oh, I have. I have. But this guy is the worst. Now, granted, I'm, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he, he's been gone for yeah. been gone for a year and a half almost. So we're going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he got better. But when he was at the um, PPW Impact Joint Show back-to-back nights in November 2019, he sucked. Eddie Edwards was so – he had a match with Eddie Edwards on the Saturday night show that went on Impact Plus. Eddie Edwards was so mad with how the match went because – Mahabali kept botching every move. Eddie Edwards took his elbow pad and chucked it halfway across the gym. That's no joke. And he rolled out of the ring mad as all get out. That's awesome. Didn't even let the ref raise his hand. That was a total shoot, too. Like, he was livid. So then, the next night, Mahabali Sheer is in a one-on-one match with Willie Mack. He could not lift up Willie Mack. Every time he went to go do, like, a World's Strongest Slam, he just dropped Willie Mack. It was Oh, he was terrible. So... And then I, that was when the podcast started, actually, was to review those two shows. And oh, I nice. went on a rant about how bad Mahabali Shri was. And then he didn't appear on TV anymore until this past Tuesday. And he's he told back. me that this guy was such a bad wrestler that you're watching it like, man, someone's got a report on this. And then start the <laughs> podcast. Where are the journalists? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that's not why I started, but I just thought it was funny. Like the timeline, like I started the podcast, then I ranted about how. 
he was terrible. And then he just disappeared. I'm telling you, Impact, listen to our first two episodes. I like Scott Demore and Don Callis themselves. Listen to it. I'm sure of it. I'm sure. So wait, so uh, Raheet won the match. Does that mean he's the champ? No, no, no. This was non-title. But then it did. Yeah. Which leads into that thing we got going on. Uh, I forget what the match is with the X Division belt. Pulling back a sneeze. I'm sorry. Uh, then in the main <laughs> event, we had Rich Swan and Tommy Dreamer versus Moose, the TNA World Champion, and Chris Bay. Uh, and Moose and Bay win, which I guess makes sense. Uh, not gonna lie, I'm kind of waiting for Kenny just to come and take all the belts. Not gonna <laughs> lie, pretty much waiting for that at this point. Sounds good to me. I'm 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 fully on board with it now. I have come to terms with it. Uh, I believe, yeah, somewhere in here we did have a Matt Hardy private party promo. Mm -hmm. So that was something. We also had a promo where uh, Chris Sabin and I almost said Tony Storm, James Storm. Uh, That'd be cool. Tony Storm and Chris Sabin teaming up. Like the mixed match challenge comes back. Anyways, Sabin and Storm are like, yo, yo, we may have lost, man. We may have lost our number one contendership match, but. This is stupid. We're we actually work here. <laughs> yeah. These private party guys, they're just they're from there. They don't deserve this. And the good brothers tell them, fine, you want it, you got it. So that I believe it's, it's either a no surrender or this Tuesday. No, I think it's this Tuesday. Uh save nah. I'm gonna walk that back actually. I don't really know. But Saban and Storm versus the Good Brothers for the Impact World Tag Team Championship will happen, even though... That's not it, a no surrender. That's I think that's at regular... Yeah, um, I think it's this Tuesday. Yeah. Um. So then the winner of that faces Private Party at no surrender. That's what it is. Which mm-hmm. is... Wouldn't it be something if Private Party won the belts? I don't think it's going to happen by any means. I think the Good Brothers are going to hold on to them, but... It would really cement the, uh, the crossover working relationship they have right now. For sure. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Also, like, there was a... Sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, you go. No, you go. I'm changing the subject. Okay. I think that's the only title, like, if we're going to really cement this, that you can have on, ha- like, have an AEW guy or, like, or vice versa. Like, you can't really have an Impact guy win the TNT title and then bring it to access. Like, you really can't yeah, do true. that. That'd be a little weird. Right. And think- no one is going to beat Kenny, and they're not going to bring it. So like if we're talking AEW guy beats someone or an impact guy beats someone, I feel like the tag belts are the the one that could that could happen. See, here's my counterpoint. Um you've you've made the case for me that the TNT title's the only one we can't see jump around on shows. Like Kenny could lose to Rich Swan in like a in like a surprise shock. Mm-hmm. Um the Young Bucks could lose to um was it uh Motor City Machine Guns. Yeah, they could have, could have any belt show up on any show, but but yeah, that TNT title's staying on the TNT channel. Yeah, yeah for sure, absolutely. Um, and Unless of course like- they distance from the channel D- TNT in the future, and then it just becomes like TNT is Dynamite, so it's like mm-hmm. the Dynamite Championship. So mm-hmm. like technically still keep the 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 word, but not the branding. Probably have to like change the mm-hmm. font or something. Yeah. Wow. So, well, and yeah, I already said that yeah. uh, Swan and Dreamer lost. Chris looks very confused. In the well, you know, I just never put together that TNT and Dynamite 
Me either. Wait yeah. till you said <laughs> that. <laughs> Welcome to my world, fellas. Boom. <laughs> yeah, boom. Mind grenade explosion. <laughs> we all go nuts. Interesting. <laughs> um, the other thing I was going to say was Trey Miguel had a cool promo where he just throws the rascals under the bus. It was awesome. And then uh, Sammy Callahan shows up to point that out. So it looks like they're going to fight. I'm shocked. Like, I'm shocked he didn't go with them. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it's Debbie. Yeah. Debbie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, bro. But, I mean, I'm sure he was promised this singles run where he's looking pretty good. Um, well, he just had one. Uh, he was yeah, fighting was... for the world title. No, so. see, that's true. Yeah, that's true. But um, I guess it's not all about the money for Trey. I guess that's not what it's all about. Yeah. Unless I don't. Or think. they offered him enough to keep one. Right. <laughs> They're yeah. like, we'll put these three salaries together. <laughs> <laughs> keep one. <laughs> was that the main event? It night. was. Okay, I wanted to talk about the matches that are going on at No Surrender. Uh, typically, I'll point out the other one. So, uh, listeners, be prepared for No Surrender February 13th. We got Impact World Champion Rich Swan versus Tommy Dreamer turning 50. We have the Impact Tag Team Champions, the Good Brothers taking on Private Party. X Division Champion TJP will defend against Rahit Raju. Matt Cardona, Eddie Edwards versus Brian Myers and Hernandez. And this is the one I wanted to talk about. Triple threat revolver match to become the number one contender for the X Division Championship. I've never heard of this concept before, but it's essentially a gauntlet match. But instead of two guys, it's three guys. And I wish that that was more common. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. So whenever one taps out or gets eliminated, someone comes in and replaces that guy. The problem with gauntlet matches is like who really like believes that the number one guy in a gauntlet match wins the whole gauntlet. It happens, yeah. but it's so unbelievable. But like if we all, if all three of us were in something and then Curtis eliminates me and someone else comes in and then, and then you get eliminated, Chris, and someone else comes in, Curtis can hang back for a second while those two new guys wear each other down. Like there's yeah, an actual right. chance for stamina to rebuild. And mm-hmm. like, I, I'm, I don't know, like, this match This match has a lot of, of names, and I've lost uh, who it was. I know that Willie Mack's going to be in it. Um, who else is going to be in it? Oh, here it is. Davari, Suicide, Willie Mack, Ace Austin, Trey Miguel, Chris Bay, Josh Alexander, and Blake Christian. It's, it's going to be a pretty good match. Oh, wow. So does Josh Alexander win this? Uh, maybe. Question mark, question mark, because he keeps winning. I'm pushing for Trey because he just came back. Um, but I do love me some Willie Mack. Oh, Willie Mack. Did I ever That's... tell you guys the story about Willie Mack? Uh, is it the guy a... who's out on the, like, the park bench? Is that <laughs> eating that a pizza? Else? Just no, 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 yeah, that's him. Just laying oh, yeah, yeah. in the mall by himself, eating a pizza, just stretched out on a bench. It's the funniest thing ever. I forget who came up to him because they literally stood right next. I think it was Madman Fulton because I was like, man, this guy looks like my friend Sean with long hair. And that's, I mean, my friend Sean doesn't have tattoos or anything, but that was, yeah. Anyways, so that was Impact. That was what we had nice. going on. So no surrender is going to be great. It sounds great. And that, sounds that triple threat revolver match, like that concept sound, especially because they keep talking about how many contenders they have for the, the uh, Impact title. Like why do it for... X division 
why not do this revolver match to figure out who the next contender for Rich Swan is? Right, because Ace could Ace could obviously contend for world title. Josh could contend for world title. Trey, they technically all could, like. Yeah, you just throw in Moose. You'd swap out Davari for Moose, and you got no swap out that Blake Christian for Moose. He's he's green as the grass outside. Swap him out. Who? Okay. Oh, Blake Christian. Yeah, yeah. He's as far as TV goes. Let me rephrase that. He's green as the grass is outside for as far as TV exposure. So, yeah. All right. Now we're gonna swing it over to which we've just discovered: Mind Explosion, Dynamite on TNT. <laughs> TNT Dynamite. AEW Dynamite. Dynamite. This was Beach Bash. Uh, I hope you guys are ready for some uh, great results and stuff leading into Revolution. A couple announcements for next week's uh, Dynamite. We opened up with uh, the tag team Battle Royale with the Inner Circle picking up the win and causing a lot of issues with the Inner Circle because not only were the premier inner circle tag team MJF and Jericho in it for some reason. Uh, we also had LAX. I don't know if they, I would like them to get that name back. Me too. Yeah, the, I'm not sure what it is with impact. They though. were proud and powerful for a minute. Yeah. And then everyone realized how dumb that was. Yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, Sammy Guevara and Jack Swagger. What's his name? Jake Hager. Jake Hager. I don't know why I blanked on that. They were all in the match. And so, like... Yeah. uh, I don't know why they... It contradicts literally what they did however many weeks ago. Yeah. Because, like, what happens if if, uh, uh, Jack Swagger and... Sammy Guevara win it. They freaking now they're now they're not the tag team of right. They're the number one contenders. Like it didn't make any sense to me. Yeah. But, but it didn't make any sense to me that they were in it, and it didn't make sense to me why they were arguing afterwards. I know that there was some like hits between the team, but uh, yeah, MJF and Jericho picking up the win, and they'll be facing the Young Bucks for the titles at Revolution, and I think they might pick it up too. I think they might get the belts because I feel like. Getting the gold in the inner circle will only help like split it up even more and cause that explosion. Yeah. I think that might be the uh, the igniting match on the powder keg that is the inner circle. Eventually, one day, with the way this story is going, like, we're gonna have an epic MJF versus Chris Jericho battle. It's gonna be great. Always gonna have to fight Sammy Guevara first. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Eventually, one day, yeah. somewhere over the rainbow. Uh, I'm not going to come back to it later, so I'll hit it up now. Uh, at a certain point later in the match, you have MJF and Jericho. They got the they got the bubbly. They go backstage, and the rest of the circle like pissed off. And Sammy leaves. MJF's like Jericho, go go, go after him, you know. And uh, as soon as Jericho leaves, he like turns to the rest of the group. He's like, "All right, guys, we need to talk." And he makes Wardlow shut the door on the cameraman. I love so, it. Dun dun dun. Uh, Sting. 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 and Darby Allen come down to the ring to talk about their street fight coming up at uh, AEW Revolution um, during which it's uh, announced by Tony, Tony Chavon that Darby Allen's TNT title will be put on the line uh, next week against uh, Joey Janela and Team Taz shows up saying like hey Oh, got yourself a little match. That's fun. It's fun. Yeah, we're banned from the from the building today, but uh, 
next week we can be anywhere and your, your title's on the line Ooh. oh and uh things like oh you're gonna be there i'm gonna be there and uh yeah testosterone abounding but we're probably gonna be seeing some shenanigans i doubt we'll see a new champion next week but uh that's no what way. that whole segment was about especially because joey janela man out of yeah. everyone not against joey janela i'm not against joey janela but i don't see at TNT drama on Twitter, changing their bio to say Joey Janela's our right. I don't. I don't see it. Uh, yeah, me either. I mean, I I'm I'm guessing Ricky Starks is the one that eventually takes it off him. Like I don't know. I can see it. I can see it. Um, then we had Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. What great storytelling that they've let this build up for months mm-hmm. without having a match. They could have thrown that match away so quickly, and they mm-hmm. saved the only. The only thing they could have done more is is save it for Revolution, but this was the time. This was like this should have been the main event, in my opinion, because of how just based off a of storyline alone, right? And uh, it ends with Britt Baker hitting Thunder Rosa into an exposed corner and pretty much knocking her out there, but still putting in her uh, her um, what's that called? Her like hand, her, 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 shoving hand. her hand down her mouth and grabbing <laughs> her chin. I don't remember what it's called, but yeah, I mean, something with uh, dentistry. Yeah, yeah. She, puts, she puts on her finisher, even though Thunder Rosa is already out cold and the ref has to call it. Um, nice. Great match. And it leaves room for uh, another match between them. Uh, yeah, Thunder definitely. Rosa looked great. Britt Baker looked great. They they work so well off of each other. I'm wondering, mm. I'm wondering who's going to fly higher after this, even though Britt Baker picked up the win. I'd like to see how Thunder Rosa interacts with the rest of the AEW locker room if she's still sticking around. Same. Yeah, I love her. She's on Lucha Underground, too. (laughs) (laughs) The Lucha Underground mention of the week. (laughs) It took us a while to get there, too. Yeah, Yeah, I felt like this was longer this week. Yeah, she was a butterfly, I believe. I think her name was Mariposa, which is Spanish for butterfly. She wrapped herself up into a cocoon again to reemerge in a better butterfly as Thunder Rosa. And, That's for sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Only butterflies could like do that again. What would, what would be their next evolution? Probably an eagle, a bald eagle. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if she goes Fly to like NXT is the most patriotic Hispanic <laughs> woman of all time. It's <laughs> a good bit. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that takes us to uh, Hangman, Adam Page, and Matt Hardy taking on Chaos Project. This match got added uh, on Twitter. It didn't actually get mentioned last week, I don't think. It just kind of teased that Matt Hardy and Hangman will be teaming up. But basically, Matt Hardy, he like proposed the match. Hangman's like, no, I'm not doing tags. You know, I just, I literally just told um, the Dark Order about this. And Matt Hardy's like, hey, one night only, no strings attached, real sexual. And <laughs> and he's like, we're just going to have a match. You know, I know how much you care for the Dark Order, Chaos Project. They tried ruining Negative One's birthday. We're going to do this for him because I know how much you care about the Dark Order. And uh, so the match was made. The match happened. Hangman, Adam Page, and Matt Hardy picking up the win. No surprise. That takes us on over to... Uh, what is considered the event of the evening, uh, the wedding of Kip Sabian and Penelope yes. Ford. What uh, a wedding it was. Uh, JR was not excited for the wedding. He said everyone should have at least one good marriage. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yikes, dude. <laughs> uh, Rusev like wow. tried, his, <laughs> tried his best to block like every trope that's developed in uh, in uh, wrestling weddings. He's like, if anyone, and Rusev cuts off. That's the just guy, a like, gimmick. Like, no, no, no one's allowed to interject. Let's move on. There's a giant present on stage, and Rusev like ripped through it. Just, like, it was a really good it. bit. Yeah. yeah, it was very sm- smarky. Um, it it all went really well until the butler just shoved the bride into the cake, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah, pretty much. out of all the things that could have went wrong, he just like it just they got married. They went off without a hitch. Like the ceremony happened, and then the ceremony is over, and he's kind of just pushes her into a cake, and then Orange Cassidy comes out, and that was my favorite part. Orange Cassidy just pops out of the cake. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> uh, shenanigans aside, I think this might have been one of the better wrestling weddings I've seen. Probably not the worse. best, but it definitely could have been a lot worse. I didn't know what to expect, but yeah, yeah. the last wrestling wedding I saw was Lashley and Lana, so my bar yeah. was pretty low. Yeah, you already forgetting about a. Uh... About Johnny Bravo getting shot? Oh my gosh, you're right! I'm so sorry! They had the same officiant as well, which I was interested in. I thought someone else was going to die. Yeah, right. Someone shot Miro, oh my god. (laughs) Well, I don't like to bounce around a lot, but I do feel like I need to go back and correct myself. I did say that Thunder Rosa was Mariposa, but I did not fact check myself. And then I did because I wasn't sure and I was incorrect. Mariposa? You may know as Alicia Flash or Raisha Saeed from I Impact. You to say Alicia Fox. Alicia, Alicia Fox. Fox. <laughs> um, Fox. But Thunder Rosa was actually Cobra Moon. She was a snake lady, not a butterfly lady. That's why I got. Oh. So Anywho, cobra so sorry. to lightning. Then, Wait, then what she evolved into. So, so <laughs> if she's a cobra. Like, is she related to the cobra? I'm gonna say no, but I could be wrong. You never know. You know, <laughs> my dad is friends with D Cobra. Wow. You guys well, never seen sh- that? Good. I have no idea what you're talking about. No I'm idea. Referring to the time I got my dad a cameo for Father's Day oh. from Santino Morella. That's right. And he has the Cobra on his hand. He's like, Ed, Ed, I hear you know the Cobra. He says he knows you. It's like the funniest thing ever. <laughs> Best 20 bucks I ever spent. <laughs> so. <laughs> 20 bucks ain't bad. No, right? And that takes us to the Lumberjack match. Uh, Lance Archer, Eddie Kingston. If you guys don't remember last week, Eddie Kingston picked up the win via uh, uh, brass knucks to the head, pretty much. Right? And so uh, this match wasn't that bad. Um, The family was not doing their job as Lumberjacks. Anytime Lance Archer came out, they started beating them down. They, like, weren't even putting them back in the ring. So other Lumberjacks (laughs) had to break up the, the brawl and throw Lance Archer back in. Um, it's a fun match. It's, it's, it's one of the better Lumberjack matches I've seen. It's had a lot of elements to it. And ended with uh, Lance Archer picking up the win. So they're one and one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious uh, if this is oh, this, I doubt this is over, yeah, right? Yeah, everybody. But I'm also well, confused uh, at how it would end. Right. What could bring this feud to an end? Yeah, I would say they would get a rubber match if it weren't for what happens later. Yeah. Um, then we have the main event of the night that is uh, John Moxley, Ray Phoenix, and Pac fighting Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. Um, 
of course, the third member of the Death Triangle is still uh, having problems with his visa, so uh, Pentagon Jr. was not involved in the match. Um, I'm, I'm so focused on what happens at the end of the match. Does anyone have anything to say for events occurring? I mean, no. it's pretty it's solid pacing. Sure. Not, not super memorable, per yeah. se, right. but... At the end of the match, uh, Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers, they pick up the win and uh, a brawl ensues, kind of, and none other than Kenta hits John Moxley from behind. Kenta, who's Kenta? Kenta, if you're not aware, <laughs> he's a wrestler from New Japan Pro Wrestling. He's a member of the Bullet Club, and he is the... Uh, right to challenge IWGP United States heavyweight champion briefcase holder and the winner of the, the guy who holds that belt right now is John Moxley so uh, we're seeing some connections here which uh, is going to hop us into New Japan news after I cover some stuff for AEW for next week and the week after and whatever Curtis is going to say so for those of you who don't know who Kenta is Hideo Itami in NXT oh yeah that is who Kenta is, just to put that in perspective if you do not know. And he came out with a with a full-on bull club. He's got a new bull club. It's it's uh, the regular bull club logo with Florida on it. So it's Orlando, Florida. So, it also says go to sleep. Yeah. Go to sleep. <laughs> go, to, go to sleep club, because that's his finisher, the go to sleep. I love I love that. I wish Punk would just come back and give him one, but that'll never happen. <laughs> so I'm super excited for this new connection that's developing between AEW and uh new japan pro wrestling that door has been blown wide open but before we get there uh let's talk about next week we have the tnt champion darby allen versus joey janela happening um we had uh the match with shaq and cody shaq and jade versus cody and red velvet that has scary all over it by the way i thought this match was going to happen at revolution but it's going to be happening on dynamite march 3rd and Um, do you know why no because all-star weekend for the nba was announced as the same weekend <laughs> as revolution so they had to move the match Annoying. to wednesday so shaq could be there for all-star weekend uh at revolution what? um Why that's gonna be it or something isn't that the move like especially well, with somebody like shaq who could like screw stuff up over and over again no because well, they they're gonna uh, do crowds yeah, they have live audiences now. They have a live audience every week. Yeah. Yeah. What are they gonna do? Be like, and now, if you, ladies and gentlemen, turn your attention to the screen. Did they? Oh, 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 no. Oh, okay. Well, I meant like they could record it at any time because they still have an, a live audience. But yeah, get... but then spoilers yeah, would get everywhere. Get, get over it. Um, uh, the Women's World Championship Eliminator Tournament is starting this month with 16 women in two countries, America and Japan. Um, that, and it's, that confused me so much. And it seems Why like... Why is Riho in the American side? Because <laughs> she signed to AEW, and I think all the Japanese side are like stardom and stuff. Well, what's her name isn't? Who? I don't even know. Perfect. The lady with the face paint. I don't understand why... Oh, Rosa. No! <laughs> On the Japanese side... <laughs> Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Kong, let's, something Kong. Let, let's go. Let's go there. The US, the U.S. side of the bracket will feature NWA Women's Champion Serena Deeb, former AEW Women's Champion Riho, 
former AEW Women's Champion Nyla Rose, Britt Baker, Tay Conti, and former NWA Women's Champion Thunder Rosa, as well as Layla Hirsch and Anna Jay. And then on the Japanese side, we'll have Emi Sakura, Aja Kong. That's uh, it. Aja Kong. I was right. Uh, Yuka. You have fun saying these. Saka's there. Oh, man. I'm trying to get better at <laughs> my Japanese. That's uh, right. Uh, Yuka. Sakazaki, uh, Vina, Rio, Muzanami. That was probably not right at all. May, Suruga, Rin, uh, Katakura, and Maki Ito. You're doing it. Got there. Got it. Um, I kind of I wish that they didn't have two sides of the, of the bracket. Like, I like that they're bringing in all these people I don't know. But right. I want them to face people I do know because I'm not going to watch any of those matches. Yeah, think. like fill in the blank on Japanese side. Yeah. It's not going to happen. I like it when they introduce us to new wrestlers, but a whole side of a bracket right. being people I'm unfamiliar with. Yeah. It's gonna, I'm going to watch it, but it's going to be rough for me. I wish and they would have put them head to head with, with like each other. You know, like the whole first round is Japan versus US. Um, they, Man, why is it exclusive to two countries? The matchup, start date, and date for the finals have yet to be announced. That's so I'm funny. curious. I, I feel like it's, some of it's going to be on dark. Some of it has to be on dark. I feel but, some of those Japanese matches where you don't know anyone's going to be on dark. Yeah. It might even be in Japan. Well, yeah, but it'll be broadcasted on, to, on dark. Yeah, but recorded in Japan, which would be different than usual. Oh, gotcha, dark. gotcha, yeah. gotcha. I was like, it's like, I'm not going to Japan to watch this. Oh, I'll go. You, you buying? <laughs> I'm um, going now. Hashtag. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Revolution, only two matches announced so far, which is that street fight with yeah. uh, Team Taz and Sting and Darby, as well as the tag match with uh, MJF and, and uh, Jericho versus the Young Bucks. And then Hop, the bridging... Bridging into our New Japan news, uh, next week, False Count Anywhere, Anywhere Go, Anything Goes, but since it's False Count Anywhere, I guess Anywhere Goes as well. Uh, AEW World Champion Kenny Omega with Don Callis uh, is teaming with Kenta to take on the IWGP United States Champion. They're even acknowledging it now. Um, That's what I thought was like really cemented it, that now they're yeah. now acknowledging John as yeah, the IWGP. John Moxley teaming with Lance Archer, which is, again, I guess why we're taking off the connection from the family and uh, Eddie Kingston, but they could probably get involved in sure. this match, too. Um, a, a notable thing that happened after Dynamite went off the air is uh, Kenny chased after Kenta, and he's like, Kenta, Kenta, you know, Switchblade didn't tell me he was sending you over. Welcome to the American Club. And then Kenta says, bleep you. I'm not your friend. I'm here for Moxley. And then Kenny's Yikes. like, oh, good, good, good talk. And he turns to the camera. Yeah, let's and let's have a tag match. <laughs> and the tag <laughs> match got made. So they're not actually even fully on a team. Um, I was listening to Tama Thomas Island. Uh, that's Tama Tonga's podcast, and he's oh, talking bless, about yeah. how uh, yeah, go. hey man, we don't put a, down other people's podcasts on this podcast. I'm trying to I'm trying to start to strike a deal. We'll watch him. He'll watch us, right? Um, if that's and, the case, then the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast has watched us many times. Over and over. Um, over and over. Cardona's actually in my phone right now. 
but the bull club's still not uh, at at the time of that recording. Uh, not happy with the uh, quote unquote American Bullet Club. They, I think it's all still. Heard them as the bootleg. Just they were talking about yeah. They, I'm begun to accept it as a work, but I'm 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 living up because I am a mark for the Bullet Club. Um, yeah, for those of you that can't see, which is all of you, he just acknowledged his Bullet Club sweatshirt. <laughs> uh, hoodie. I don't have a sweatshirt yet. <laughs> what? Wait. What's okay? What's the difference between a hoodie and a sweatshirt? <laughs> sweatshirt has that? a zipper. <laughs> no. No, that's uh, a zip up. Hoodie has a hood. And this, and well, then what's a sweatshirt? It's a hoodie without a hood. Who wears those? Everyone. I, I also time. wear those. I, <laughs> I never a, wear those. I have a great penguin sweatshirt, actually. Yes, you do. I noticed it last weekend. Ooh, penguin. Wait, I thought that was a hockey jersey. Uh, I have a I have a penguin hockey jersey too. Oh, okay. I, I have multiple penguins things. <laughs> Love the pens. Go pens. Yeah, let's go pens. All right. Um, New Japan news. We'll hit it real quick. Uh, Moxley did an interview on New Japan Strong, pretty much talking about how he's not gonna go down without a fight. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling have struck a deal. Uh, they have a, a full working relationship now. I'm not sure how long this will last, uh, but it is definitely sped up that forbidden door opened by COVID happening. Uh, mm-hmm. Their president stepping down uh, from New Japan Pro Wrestling. And uh, yeah, uh, I'm excited to see what happens. We're definitely more one step closer to my uh, wet dream of the the Young Bucks versus the Good Brothers versus the Gorillas of Destiny, all champions in the ring. Um, Love it. I'm pretty excited for that. Um, the too excited, so, so excited. I might have to change. Uh, Roku, um, New Japan Pro Wrestling has a deal with uh, the Roku channel, so they'll be uh, having a one-hour TV program on uh, Thursdays, starting February 11th at 5 p.m. and that'll be across America, Canada, and the UK. So. If you have like a Roku stick or however you watch the Roku, Roku channel, TV, yeah, that's uh, where you can watch some uh, pro wrestling. I'm not sure if it's going to be like uh, an hour long like TV program made specifically for this, or yeah. if it's going to be like highlights from the last month. We'll see. I hate but that crap. Apparently, it's not that huge of a deal. Um, yeah. So it's more likely going to line up with it being like matches from the past month, which. I mean, if you're looking for a way to get exposed to New Japan Pro Wrestling, the actual wrestling, and not just the the news we drop for you, that'd be a great way to hop in. Mm-hmm. Um, we had... Why did I open this up? Oh, that's why we opened this up. So, speaking of Switchblade that we talked about briefly, or Kenny brought him up, um, the Switchblade, Jay White, he didn't show up at the Rumble. He didn't show up on NXT. He didn't show up at Impact. And he didn't show up at AEW. He showed up back at New Japan Pro Wrestling at one of the Road 2 shows for the New Beginning in Hiroshima. Uh, and so he's back. He's, he's, I don't know if you guys know this, but he's held the IWGP heavyweight title, intercontinental title, and the U.S. title, right? And those are like the biggest ones to go for. U.S. one's kind of working its way up, especially with with like the big names like uh, Cody's held it, Kenny's held it, John Moxley currently holds it, uh, but he's back. And 
along with the Gorillas of Destiny, they have set their eyes on the never open weight six man tag titles. Oh, cool. Which I am excited for because I like it when the Bull Club works together. That match will be happening at the new beginning in Hiroshima. And if they pick that up, that means that the Bull Club will have ownership of all the tag championships in New Japan Pro Wrestling. That's so cool. I'm pretty excited because when you have the tag gold, it shows unity in your group. And mm-hmm. uh, we're finally like, settling into something in the Bull Club that I am actually excited for uh, post um, split with uh, the Elite. Because um, teaming up with uh, Gato, the uh, manager for uh, Kazushi Okada, it kind of kind of didn't sit with me well because he's kind of almost like a corporate guy he's actually a booker for the company as well and it kind of spits in the face of the rebel image of the bull club yeah. but I, I feel like we're kind of we're kind of getting somewhere with this and i'm pretty i'm pretty excited for what's to come especially with the prospects of um working with AEW, who's also working with impact because if bull club's going for tag titles and now we have a working relationship the Young Bucks might need to watch out because the AEW World Tag Titles and, and possibly even the Impact Tag Titles could end up in uh, on a little island, a couple ponds over. So, uh, I'm pretty. I'm, if you haven't gathered, I'm super excited uh, for what's to come with New Japan Pro Wrestling, the Bullet Club in general. Finally, back officially on US TVs and uh, their shirt, the Bullet Club shirt is back in the top ten sellers for. Uh, uh, pro wrestling tees so cool. good good things coming ahead and that yeah. is that is my coverage of new japan pro wrestling no other titles have changed hands i think uh toriano is still the king of pro wrestling 2021 uh interim champ and uh yeah if anything if anything develops you guys will hear it from me all right that sounds good well guys that was on great time today we did it and uh good amount of time so good about that i hope you guys enjoyed the show as always check the links below join our patreon group that's patreon.com slash pa power driver really easy to remember so if you like the show you want to support us it's only three bucks a month you get a lot of cool exclusive content please go join that um also check out our teespring i um i keep forgetting to tell chris he can just go and make stuff so i'm gonna tell him and just shoot the prices by me before you said it, though. Hey, it's hard times financially. If you can't join the Patreon, you can't buy any merch. Share the program. Yes, share with your yeah. friends. Um, Fa- we we like, make it and, very easy to share on Facebook, Instagram, and interact with us. We want to hear what you have to say. Yes, we want to hear about your excitement for. Oh wait, I can't say that. That was Patreon exclusive. Never mind. I can't say that. <laughs> there might be something in the works. Let's just. We're gonna put it at that for the people. If you're in the mm-hmm. Patreon, you know. You know. And if you're Mario, you don't know. He has I don't know. know. I'm I'm talking about. I, have, I have to subscribe to the Patreon to find <laughs> yep. out. You do, you do. You have to subscribe to listen to the Rumble Ramble to hear what I say and hear my full-on rant about how Rhea Ripley is the rightful Women's Royal Rumble winner. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was episode number six of PA Pile Driver Beyond. We hope you all enjoyed the show. And we will see you next weekend.